Hello, everyone. Here is my disclaimer. The views of the guests that you hear on this show may not represent those of the station or the host. Always consult your primary care physician for any information that you hear in the show. This is Betsy Wurzel, your host of Chatting with Betsy on Passionate World Talk Radio, where our mantra is to educate, enlighten, and entertain. Folks, you are going to want to stay tuned to my phenomenal guests. And, yes, I do have phenomenal guests. I, I really do. I learn from each and every one, and today is no exception. My guest is a bowl of fire. I love her energy. I love her passion. It comes through. My guest is Judy Bailoff. She is author of 365 Days of Abundance. How to Create a Life of Wealth, Happiness, Wisdom, and Inspiration Through the 12 Universal Laws, the Principles of Success, and His Divine Word. Judy has been a nurse, aerobics instructor, Lamaze teacher, commercial lender, bank manager, financial advisor, and finally, an author, speaker, and teacher, which is the career she was born for. Judy is married with four children, has six grandchildren, and I just, I just want to welcome you, Judy Bailoff, to Chatting with Betsy. You are one amazing, inspirational person. Thank you for oh coming my on my show. I am humbled by such a fabulous introduction. Thank you, Betsy. I'm just tickled to be here. Uh, you are so welcome. You, I, I just could feel your energy. Um, and folks, I've. I'm on LinkedIn, and I just started to notice Judy Bailoff on LinkedIn with her little, um, like that 60, 60, 90 seconds of her wisdom. And I'll tell you, um, phenomenal. I get inspired every time I, I hear you, Judy, and I can't wait to check out your new YouTube channel. Um, you'll have to tell us what to what what it's under. So I could put it in the uh, information. But, um, okay. I'm going to ask you what I ask all of the authors to come on is what inspired you to write this book? Because don't we all want abundance? I mean, I don't know anyone who doesn't want to be abundant. So I I can't wait to hear about your principles, the twelve principles, or a little oh, bit wow. of wisdom. Yes. <laughs> um, actually, you know how many of us when those big negative boulders come rolling at us in life, we're tempted to give up. We're yes. tempted to quit or to say, why me? Or to say, I'm never going to marry, I'm never going to love again. I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm just going to retire early. I, I can't take it anymore. Well, I ran into one of those situations seven years ago. I went to my primary doctor to have my annual physical like we're supposed to. And she said, hmm, she said, you know what? Your echocardiogram doesn't look so good. You need to see the cardiologist. Well, that was the beginning of a long journey of tests and consultations, and they decided that what the test showed is that I had a bicuspid aortic valve. What that means is you're, you're short one. You're supposed to have three. So um, I only had two flaps in my valve and over the years because I was born with it it's it's a genetic thing and 
I had to have open heart surgery to put a new pig valve in. You can choose a mechanical valve or a tissue valve, which is a pig or a cow, depending on what's available. And the day I did mine, I got a pig valve that has its own number, if you can believe it or not. I didn't know pig, pigs had numbers, but they do. <laughs> anyway. Um, you know, they have really, really good prep, and I was prepped appropriately for the open heart surgery. So I wasn't scared or anything. It was, you know, I was a nurse in my first career, so hospitals are fairly familiar to me. So I go into the hospital to have the open heart surgery, and my daughter and her new husband are there. It was literally a week after her wedding. We delayed the surgery so that because I, I had a strapless dress to wear for the wedding, and I didn't want a big incision down the middle of my chest. So the cardiac surgeon agreed we could wait a week to do the surgery because, you know, when you buy a dress for your daughter's wedding, you don't want to have to trade it in for one with long sleeves. Right. And yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, right. I, I, I wake up from the surgery and they immediately want to get you up. You know, they want you walking, moving around. And um, they took me for a walk and sat me down at the bedside table. And my youngest daughter, Taylor, the one that's my editor, she knew that I was, dying to have a diet coke like something cold to drink and so she went down to the gift shop and she brought one up and i went to pick it up and the can dropped out of my hand and rolled across the floor i couldn't hold on to it and i was like what the dickens is going on and they called in the nurses and the doctors and ran a bunch of tests and that's a whole mother story um and they found out that during the surgery the calcification around the aortic valve had broken away and floated up through my bloodstream to my cerebellum, causing five strokes. Those five strokes robbed me of my ability to read or write. I lost the use of my right hand. It had no strength at all. Um, they told me I lost my complex thinking, which is really scary because whoever knew we had complex thinking. And, and I lost my sense of balance for a good period of time. That was a pretty scary time in my life. However, I used these, I didn't even know that I was using these principles. That's why it's been so amazing to discover what they're called. But I used positive thinking and prayer and gratitude and as much walking as they'd allow, they, they push you to walk. That's the best thing you can do for that new heart valve is get it pumping, right? So... Mm. I go after 10 works, the neurologist says, look, your complex thinking isn't all the way back, but we think it's better for you to go back to work because that'll help you rebuild your neural pathways. And that's actually now been scientifically proven that if you use your brain, it works better. So that's, yeah. that's a good piece of information to take away from today. Um, and so I go back to my big job and I do such a great job. I end up number 14 in the country out of 36 specialists. I had a, a great big job with a, one of the major banks. And I qualified for a $70,000 bonus. And you know what? That's the, I was going to renovate my bathroom. I was going to make it a beautiful bathroom, you know, with a big shower. I was so excited about it. Well, the bad news, the good news was, is that I went back to work and I was really successful. The bad news is that my boss basically gave me a tenth of my bonus and said that they were restructuring and could I move out of my office and I'd be working on an 800 number. I mean, it was, you know, the handwriting was on the wall. You need to resign before you get fired. Um, so wow. I've what had, a, what a blow, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. What a, you're like, oh my gosh. So I'm, 
I come home with my box, my boxes are in the car and I go to carry the first one in and I come in the door of my house and I hear a noise upstairs and my husband worked downtown at the time, wasn't usually home till six or seven. So I yelled up the stairs, hey, David, is that you? And there's no response. So I go up the stairs and there's David sitting on the couch. That's my husband. His boss had flown up from Florida that day to tell him they were closing the D.C. office and he no longer had a job. Oh, no. We both both lost our careers on the same day, on the very same day. So when that happens, you got to ask yourself, is God trying to tell me something? Or if you don't believe in God, is the universe trying to tell you something? So we needed guidance. So I was doing what's called, have you ever heard of the book Two Chairs? Yes. Well, I had been doing that for a year. My mom had told me about the book, um, and I used it all, the, all through my recovery from my open heart surgery. And I was using two um, Windsor chairs in our living room, and God would sit in one and I'd sit in another. Well, after David lost his job, one morning he goes, could I do chairs with you and God? And I'm like, sure, you can do chairs with us. So for the last seven years, David and I and God have met every morning, and listened for five minutes, and we've added a little devotional. We read a post from my book, and, and then we hold our hold hands and say the Lord's Prayer, and we do that every single day. Well, that is what gave me the guidance. I went and looked for – I did all the things you were supposed to do was look for a new career. I knew I wasn't done. I knew God had something for me to do, and I ended up taking an interview with a big insurance company, um, it's, it's New York Life. They don't mind if I say that I work there. They're okay with that. No, that's fine. Anyway, yeah, I would, as long as you don't say anything would, bad about them. <laughs> <laughs> or try to sell anybody anything. I'm not trying to sell anybody. <laughs> but, but, most, but most people don't know is that if you work for one of those big life insurance companies, it's 100% commission. There's no salary. You pay for your own office, your own marketing, your own assistant, everything your own travel there is you don't that's just the kind of career it is well not surprisingly because I was following God's plan I was amazingly successful I made money from the first day I was there I won every award that they could give and in the process that company introduced me to a sales class with Bob Proctor and Bob Proctor was trained by Napoleon Hill and so what Bob Proctor was teaching was the 13 principles from Think and Grow Rich. So I'm taking that class, and Bob Proctor said, listen to each one of the classes for a week at a time so that you absorb everything that's in it. And, boy, what I learned, I ended up taking a master class with Bob. He wrote the foreword for my book. That changed my life. But, you see, I never would have been in the place where I would have been in that class without having my open heart surgery and my strokes. Like, isn't that something? Know. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I've actually made up a, a a tool to help people learn to get through those things. It's called Back to the Future. And what you do is you go back in your past and list things like a job loss, a, a, a death in the family, a major surgery like I had whatever it is, and you write down all the things you saw that were different and better from that bad thing that happened, and then you've got a repository that you can look at when a bad thing happens and say, hey, I can just 
take the universal law of relativity and use it for myself by saying everything's neutral. Things have meaning because I give them meaning. And it really helps you get through that time in life in a most miraculous way. Anyway, I didn't mean to digress. I want to tell you where the book came from. So I'm listening to Bob Proctor, and he mentions the universal laws. And I thought, gosh, I don't think I know what the universal laws are. So I looked it up, and I literally typed them out, and I sent them to my study group because they had never heard of them either. My study group is a bunch of agents that all are, you know, best friends and work together at, at, the, at the insurance company. <clears throat> um, so that's what that was. I didn't want to confuse anybody. Anyway, I'm studying universal laws. I'm buying, <clears throat> excuse me, every book I can find on them. I'm reading more and more books from Napoleon Hill. Um, I actually it was investigating Napoleon Hill so thoroughly that I found his foundation in Wise, Virginia, and I'm now a certified Napoleon Hill instructor. So I can teach the concept of Napoleon Hill's science of success, which is the program he wrote after Think and Grow Rich, which is the program he wrote in his older years as he got more wise like you and I, Betsy. (laughs) (laughs) So I woke up one morning, January 7th of 2021, and I said to my husband, you know, David, somebody should write a book where you could put together the 12 universal laws, the 13 principles of wealth and success from Think and Grow Rich, the Holy Scriptures, because both, both the principles and the laws are all based on biblical principles. You can go find them. And obviously you see that when you read 365 because everyone has a Bible verse, right? They all, they all, they're all connected. And then an affirmation. And so, of course, what happens when you say somebody should? And God says to you, why don't you do it, Judy? (laughs) (laughs) I have to laugh. (laughs) I have to laugh, Judy, because isn't that the way it is? It's like, hello, that's your job. And you're like, I don't think so. (laughs) Somebody else do this? But if we all thought of that if we all thought when we get one of those intuitions or six senses and we say, nah, 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 that, that's not me. Like, I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I don't have the whatever. Anyway, so I, again, called my editor daughter and said, how many posts would I need to write to get this book done by the beginning of November for Christmas? So she said, you'd have to write three every day, no matter what. So I said, how can I do this? I have a full career with New York Life. I'm very successful. I'm making counsel again this year. Well, get up at 5.30 in the morning. So I got up at 5.30 in the morning every day, and I'm not, I'm not an early morning person. I'm just telling you, that's not something that e- that's easy for me to do. But that eight and a half months, Betsy, I was so excited to get up every morning and see what God would give me for that day to write three posts with a Bible verse, a quote, a reflection and affirmation that was going to be able to change people's lives. It was just fun. It was pure fun. That's incredible. It's, you know, we, we can't even plan, you know, things like that. And, and you know what, Judy, you're right. Things happen in our lives. And we wonder, we ask, well, why me? I heard someone, I don't remember who it was, that said, ask yourself, why not you? You know, maybe mm-hmm. you're going through something to help someone else see the bigger picture. And 
because I used to ask myself that with my husband's um, journey with Alzheimer's. I'm like, why me? Why, why yeah. do I have to go through this? And uh, I know why. It's to help other people. So yeah. I, I, can, I definitely can understand that. Um, it's just fascinating. Um, what are some of the principles, Judy, that people can, if you could give us a tease? I don't want, I don't like to, so I wanted to give the whole book away because I want people to buy your book. But uh, you could give us like a, a, a tease, like a kind of hook <laughs> and reel us in. Well, well absolutely. I mean, uh, some people respond better to the 12 universal laws. Some people like the 13 principles of success and wealth better. So why don't we do one principle from each and then people can get a taste of both Napoleon Hill's principles and the universal laws. Does that sound good? Yes. Yes. Okay. So um, one of, one of my favorite laws, um, I often use it with business owners is the universal law of relativity. Um, and we, we've heard of relativity in science at school, right, because of learning about it, the scientific part of relativity, about how things are measured and how far away from each other they are, and that's, they use that universal law in science. The universal law of relativity is actually a much more powerful law than that because of the fact that everything in the world is energy, your energy, I'm energy, the table I'm sitting at is energy, the doors are energy, your car is energy. All just moving at different vibrations, right? So they become solid. Right. A good example is think of like how if you boil water, you get steam. If you put it in the freezer, you get ice. The molecules slow down or speed up. And then steam goes up into the air, goes up into the clouds, turns into rain, it comes back down. We collect it, see the cycle. It's perpetual transmutation of energy, actually, which is another one of the universal laws. They all fit together just dynamically. It's really interesting. So the way I call the universal law of relativity my everyday law, because every day I use it to say whatever happens is neutral. Things have meaning because I give them meaning. So nothing's all good or all bad. And I have used I like this that. law to – Yeah, so I, I like use that. this law to – yeah. No, it's perfect. And actually, no, do you know, do you remember the book, um, The Meaning of Life by Viktor Frankl? I've heard of it. I never read it, but I heard yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You might want to pick that one up. It's, it's pretty amazing. But Victor's, Victor's experience in the concentration camps helped him to invent logotherapy, with, but he used as a psychologist to counsel people about going through crisis, right? Through hard situations. Oh, yes. Yes, now, yeah. I, I mean, his face is coming close. That's right, yeah. That's right. Yeah, anyway, his famous mm -hmm. quote that's in, the, in 365 is, the meaning of life is to give life meaning. So we have this enormous, benefit every day of living within the universal law of relativity so that whatever comes our way, we say, the meaning I give this is, maybe there's a lesson I can learn from it. Maybe there's a character quality I need to develop. So God keeps sending me that same thing over and over again. But it makes you smile at negative things. It's really funny. Like, I don't ever get angry, upset, or frustrated 
in bad traffic anymore, no matter how bad it is, because I put this law into effect every single day. So the universal law of relativity helps you if you're a business owner, because whatever happens in the business, you say, well, this could be good or bad in the future. I don't know which one it is. So I'm not going to let it upset me. I'm going to let it help me. I can think through it, figure out what to do differently. It's just, it's a really practical law. So that's that's my favorite law. I don't really have a favorite in universal laws. They're all so amazing, but that's one of the everyday laws that I think everybody can grasp. Yes, that's, that's a good one. You know, when I'm running late or I'm stuck in traffic or for some, you know, I got a phone call, so I'm running late, I look at it as I'm not meant to be there at that time. Something's mm-hmm. preventing me from being there that I don't know about. Maybe I would have been in an accident. Maybe something yes. would have happened, and that's how um, I look at it. And you know, I was in a oh yeah, I was in um, Starbucks at the mall Saturday, and this lady was very um, taking her time with the change. She took a while to get her change together, and then she wanted something scanned, and she said to me, she apologized two times to me. I'm so sorry it took so long. I'm so sorry it took so long. I said, listen, don't worry about it. I don't sweat the small stuff. You know, I just uh, sweat it. You know, when you're faced with someone who has a terminal illness, nothing like a terminal illness to put your your priorities real quick, real straight, right? Um, Real, yeah. You know, facing, like you had a major heart surgery. You had five strokes. You could have turned bitter, Judy. You could have been a very bitter individual, and you, you're not. You reinvented yourself. And, you know, losing your your yeah, job. Yeah, And no, this is wonderful. It, 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 <laughs> I believe, I believe... What we all want to ask ourselves is, selves, if, if God allowed us to come into this world or the universe, or I, I'm not trying to make this a religious thing. I'm just saying if however we were created, we're allowed to come into this world as a physical being, then we want to be all that we were created to be. And by yeah. learning and living within the universal laws, we can be that person because we'll keep – because – we're, we've been given a thermometer. We all have that thermometer inside of it. It's how we're feeling. So anytime you're feeling negative, ask yourself, okay, what am I feeling? I'm feeling frustrated. That means you're not aligned with your inner self, with your source of peace and joy and happiness and energy because that's connected. You, your inner self is connected to the divine. Call it source, call it infinite intelligence, call it God. I don't care what you call it, but if you ever try to use that thermometer, you will find very quickly if you're aligned. And sometimes I just ask myself that question. I mean, I just, I really, I'm like you now. I Lines, cranky people, bad drivers, long customer service lines, it doesn't matter what it is. I just don't let it, it doesn't get to me anymore. It's just that I'm not trying to not let it get to me. It's just not the person I am anymore. I'm aligned with who I'm supposed to be. Yes, and I, I run a caregiving a group, a support group, 
And I have, you know, told caregivers, uh, and even if I'm a guest on someone else's show, say, you know what? You can survive and thrive caregiving, and it's a mindset. You know, mm-hmm. not that you have to be positive like 100% of the time. It's, sometimes it's difficult to be, but look at it different. Are you going to be a better person or a bitter person? How are you going to let this situation turn you into a better person? And oh, that's the I, thing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just heard, I just <laughs> listened to uh, a YouTube from Esther Hicks. And she said exactly what you just said. You almost quoted, quoted her. She said, every day you get to choose to get better or get bitter. Wow. <laughs> That's so, uh, all on the you, here today. Yeah. You know, and I, 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 it took me a long time to learn that, Judy, a long time. And, you know, I am, I have to say this. I know this sounds weird to some people. But if it wasn't for Matt's journey into Alzheimer's, I wouldn't be where I am today. It's absolutely, and it's, you know, it's kind of bizarre to say that. But Go we ahead. all, we all have things, those things in our life. I mean, my son was an Iraqi veteran. He has struggled with alcoholism, depression, PTSD, broken bones, dysentery. Had a long 14 year journey, but doing 365 with me every day, he he's a different person. He's looking at a job loss as an opportunity. He's saying, No, now I'm going to find the perfect job. I'm going to have time to work out. I'm going to do like, and it helped my mom get through moving into an assisted living home. She was, I can quote her exactly. I'm too old. I can't pack up my stuff. I can't leave all my friends. And 365 days, we read it every day together, and we found all the positive things about it. You're going to have a cute little room in assisted living. You're going to have three square meals a day. You don't have to clean your own room anymore. And they got dominoes and exercise and finger painting. Like, you're going to be fine. It's just, it's just so amazing what we can do when we live on a different level. If we don't live down in the, I, don't, I hate to say down in the dirt, but a lot of people just live down in the dirt. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know that I, I've said this before, but I, I have to share it. When I was carrying around uh, resentment and hostility, like it was a badge of honor and hurt. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, one of my guests, um, she wrote a book, and I'm like, this is weighing me down. I got to get rid of this. I don't have to carry that around. It's weighing me down. I got rid of it, and I feel empowered. And if people would just drop their hostility, their resentment, and live an abundant life, and we all can live an abundant life, why not? We, we, we can live abundant life. We're, we're given that promise. may not always be a bed of roses. That's not promised. But it's all, I think, our attitude and how we look at things. And here's the thing is when you're aligned, like you're right, nobody, it's not a bed of roses, but true joy and happiness comes from being aligned with the divine. And then no matter what happens, 
And the funny thing is, is once you align yourself like that and you start living that life of abundance and start living within the universal laws, listening to people that are saying, here's principles that, you know, Napoleon Hill, he interviewed 500 titans of industry to find the principles of success. Guess how many people he interviewed to get the 30 causes for fail, failure? 25,000. Wow. 25,000. And there's 30 reasons for failure he lists in his book. And he suggests that we all go through those 30 things every year and make sure that none of them are practices of ours. Good test, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And you're speaking of feeling so many people, Julie, I'm sure you've met people like this. I can't do that. I'll fail. And if I fail, then I'll look bad. But the thing that people don't realize is you learn by your mistakes. To me, not trying, not making an attempt, that's failing. Try. You learn from your mistake and you go on. You know, your successful people, they learn from their mistakes. They move on. They go, okay, well, that didn't work, so now we'll try it this way. Absolutely. And, you know, the famous one um, is Thomas Edison, who didn't give up on inventing a light bulb 10,000 times. And what they say, and it's probably something somebody guessed he said, but, you know, I learned another way not to do it. Right. So. That's right. (laughs) Yes, yes. It took him, like, what, 99 tries to invent the light bulb. So, um, you know, you could, people, Walt Disney, they told him he wasn't creative enough. Can you imagine? I read his biography, and you won't believe this, he lost almost all of his hearing when he was a young man. And so him inventing the phonograph and the moving pictures, he could only hear by putting his cranium down on the phonograph that he had just invented to hear the vibrations. Now that's amazing. That is. Wow. That, I didn't know that. I know. Well, I, I, I decided last year to start reading the biographies of these great men and women, because one of the suggestions I have for people when I coach them is set up for yourself a table of counselors. So whenever you have a big decision or, 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 a frustrating decision or one that you don't know whether to go left or right, you assemble, you know, in your imagination or sitting down with a piece of paper and you have read the biographies of all these famous people that have been successful. And so you know what their strong characteristics are. So like when I assembled, I assembled my counselors, a couple of mine are Abraham Lincoln and um, Napoleon Hill and Bob Proctor. And so I said, well, what would Abraham Lincoln say about, should I retire from my New York life career and start, you know, teaching and writing and doing my, my abund I call it my abundance career. Okay. Like just for a name. And, and Abraham Lincoln said, well, I always ask a few of my close counselors and I sleep on it for a couple of days or so until I finally have peace that I'm going the right direction. So those counselors actually help you because we learn from example. Yes, 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 we do. Judy, I love talking to you. <clears throat> I could talk to you for hours. Uh, can you <laughs> please tell the audience where they can buy your book, 365 Days of Abundance, How to Create a Life of Wealth, Happiness, Wisdom, and Inspiration? 
Go ahead. Tell them where they could buy this uh, wonderful the book. Easiest, yeah, the easiest thing to do is you can always get it on Amazon, and it comes in all forms. There's a paperback, a hardcover, um, there's an Audible, and there's a Kindle version. So it's four different ways that you can download it if you want to get it faster. And you can also, if you're not, some people just are not Amazon fans, so you can get it on my website, which is judybayloff.com, J-U-D-Y-B-A-L-L-O-F-F.com. And as Betsy mentioned, in the next few days, my YouTube channel will be up and running. So if you just want to peruse around and look for a little nuggets of wisdom when you want to hear them, there's a place to go. Wow. And if I went on YouTube... So look today. Would your show be on there? If you just go, if you say Judy Bailoff channel, it'll come up, but there's nothing. Don't go today because I have to upload the, the, the videos that are, the videos are all done. They just have to be uploaded to YouTube. Oh, okay. Because um, yeah. the information uh, folks will be in the blog, but it's not ready at this time. So just, and, in a couple of days, well, probably when this is out, it'll be it'll definitely be on there. Uh, look for Judy Bailoff. Oh, they just have to go to YouTube and, and yeah, say, type in Judy, Judy Bailoff. Actually, what mm, I did great. yesterday, I was trying to look at some channels. If you put in Judy Bailoff channel, that's the way it'll take you right to my channel. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, great. That would be um, awesome. And I'll tell you what, folks. You need to watch Judy talk because you will be inspired. I am just by 90 seconds, 60 or 90 seconds that Judy is on LinkedIn. So I definitely am going to be watching uh, Judy's channel, that's for sure. And what about your, your, you have a coaching business and they could contact you on the same website, JudyBailoff.com? Yes, the website is the way to, um, I do take a limit number of coaching clients because obviously there's only so many hours in a day. So um, I will definitely answer anybody right away that asks about it and let them know when there's another opening. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, great. That's so wonderful talking to you, Judy Bailoff. And thank you for coming on Chatting with Betsy. I really appreciate oh, it. Was, it was a treat, Betsy. Um, it's such a neat time oh, no. conversation because it makes it feel really relaxed. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I just, uh, I tell people what you hear, that's me. <laughs> that's just, uh, that's just how I am. And, you know, the people who have heard my show, the reason for chatting with Betsy and I, well, September is almost over. I can't believe it. It's my third year anniversary. And I want to thank everyone for listening, subscribing my show, Chatting with Betsy, came out of inspiration for, of my, for my husband, Matt. And it, Jeannie White, who's station manager, discovered me because well, I was doing a video about raising awareness and caregiving. That's how I got discovered, and that's how I became a talk show host. Um, <laughs> Jeannie, Jeannie interviewed me, and she had me on her show, and then she gave me uh, my show. But thank you, Jeannie, and thank you, Lillian. Um, and my mission and vision is to help people. And I love having guests on like you, Judy, who are helping people and a way for people to have a better, healthier life. 
I mean, who really, who doesn't want an abundant life? Why live, and I say, why live in misery? Why live in discontent when you don't have to? You know, we don't have to be that way. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Why, why not live in abundance? And I, I tell you, my 99-year-old father-in-law is a perfect example of somebody who has weathered burying two wives, losing his, finding his business closing down after 85 years in business. And he has every day lived a life of abundance and gratitude and kept him alive and kicking all this time. That's wonderful. That is, that is, that's a blessing, really. That that is truly a blessing. And um, I want to tell the audience, please read the blog because information about Judy Bailoff will be in there. And thank you, Jeannie White, who's station manager, produces the show, writes the blog. And I want to thank Lillian Caldwell, CEO of Passion World Talk Radio, that makes this all possible. Thank you for having me as a host. Happy three-year anniversary to me and to Chad with Betsy. And thank you. Thank you all for listening and subscribing. Please share the show. I'd like for people to share the show. One, to help other people. And more people that are helped, that's great. That's wonderful. That's what I'm here for. And it's also it's to honor my husband, that's memory. So I appreciate that. And um, as I always say at the end of my show, in a world where you can be anything, please be kind, shine your light bright, and we can change the world when we change ourselves. And let's change the world by changing ourselves, by living an abundant life, by just improving on ourselves. You know what? I I have to say this, and I, I might sound redundant, but that's okay. I'm going to be 65, folks, in December, and I feel better than I ever have in my life. Why? Because I did inner work. I had a guest this year that just helped me so much, and I am grateful, and I am blessed, and I thank God for that. And I'm very grateful to be part of Passion World Talk Radio, to be a host on here, to meet the wonderful people that I have met who have helped me. I, I just can't be, really, I can't be thankful enough. I'm very thankful. I'm very grateful and very blessed. And that's how I look at my life now. And um, I hope that other people can look at their life that way too. Always find something to be grateful for. Always find gratitude. It will change your life. It really will. And I'm starting to do that more and more as I get older. So I just... Um, that's my bit of advice to, to the audience. And uh, as I always like to say, thank you for listening. This is Betsy Wurzel, your host of Chatting with Betsy on Passionate World Talk Radio. Bye-bye now.